Don't worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the book of Psalms, Psalm 112, beginning at verse 1. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man who fears the Lord, who delights greatly in his commandments. His descendants will be mighty on earth. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches will be in his house, and his righteousness endures forever. Under the upright there rises light in the darkness. He is gracious and full of compassion and righteous. A good man deals graciously and lends. He will guide his affairs with discretion. Surely he will never be shaken. The righteous will be in their everlasting remembrance. He will not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is steadfast, trusting in the Lord. His heart is established. He will not be afraid until he sees his desire upon his enemies. He is dispersed abroad. He is given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. His horn will be exalted with honor. The wicked will see it and be grieved. He will gnash his teeth and melt away. The desire of the wicked shall perish. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the privilege we have of being able to be in touch with you, to connect with you in prayer and through your word every single day. Thank you, Lord, for the power, the grace, the mercy, the light, the strength that rests upon your word. And thank you for these blessings that flow into our hearts and our minds as we take time to open your word every day. More and more, Lord, help us to be wise stewards who daily fill our hearts and our minds with your word, its grace, and its wisdom, and believers who walk in that grace, light, and wisdom every single day. We thank you, and we praise you. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Again, I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. Our producer is Isaac Jackson. And as always, it's an honor and a privilege to have you as a part of our listening family. I want to remind you once again that we're looking forward to being uh, to being the guest speaker at uh, the Promised Lifesavers Dinner that's coming up on the 5th of September. That's next week. And we're asking that you please pray for this event. It, it is a fundraising event for the Promise uh, Pregnancy Clinic Ministry, which is located in two different locations. The Promise is located in Gautier, Mississippi, and another location in Loosedale, Mississippi. The event will be 630 on the 5th of September at the Ocean Springs Civic Center in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. If you can come and be with us, please come. Come out and be present. We would be honored to see you there and get a chance to meet you in person. If you can't be there, please pray for the Spirit of God to accomplish in the hearts and the lives of those present that which He desires to accomplish. And pray for the Lord to bless and prosper this event tremendously financially as well. So your prayers are very much appreciated. We are very honored to have as our phone guest today, Brother Carlos Lopez. He's the CEO and Chief Steward of Two Pillars Asset Management. Carlos, how are you today? I'm blessed, Pastor. Thanks oh. for having me. Hope you're well. Oh, doing very well. Very well. Thanks for being with us today. And uh, I had the privilege of uh, uh, meeting you at our recent Marriage Family Life Conference that AFA sponsors here in Tupelo, Mississippi, and a privilege to meet you there. Uh, Carlos, I'm going to ask if you'll take a moment now to uh, 
further introduce yourself, and then we want to talk more about what Two Pillars Asset Management, what that institution is and what it does as well. But if you'll tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and your journey in coming to where you are today in serving the Lord. Sounds good. Sounds great. Well, we're going to have to go way back as far as 1970, when I was born in uh, Southern California, Los Angeles, uh, to a Catholic family, Uh, was raised uh, in in the Catholic church and school until about second grade, when uh, my mom uh, pulled my sister and I out and put us into a, a Baptist school. Uh, where we would continue our education until high school. Uh, that was during the Jesus movement in those days. And uh, my mom was growing more and more uh, curious about uh, the Bible and why uh, we weren't bringing our Bibles to church and reading from them there and kept on asking uh, the local priest there well, why that wasn't the case and, and he kept on sending her to catechism. And she finally said, you know, I think I'm going to join my sisters in converting into Protestantism. And uh, we we began uh, our journey there. It was about 1979 when I personally uh, began my relationship with Jesus while we were attending an Assemblies of God church there. And, uh, you know, I, I, I would begin uh, basically a, a prodigal journey is how we got here today. Um, it was about high school uh, when they started going to public school that I backslid and began an off again, on again relationship with, with the Lord mm-hmm. until I was about 30. Mm-hmm. At that time, I was living in New York City, uh, building my Wall Street career after graduating business school at NYU in 1994. And, you know, in his graciousness, our Lord, he, you know, he, he uh, took me out to the woodshed and uh, you know <laughs> did business, and it was around 2000 when I re- rededicated my life to him in May of that year, uh, and finally took that other foot out of the world. And I, and I haven't looked back since. And you know, by his graciousness, it, it was it was timely because uh, about a year or so later, uh, September of 19, uh, 2001, uh, I, I would actually be across the street from the World Trade Center when those uh, towers were attacked. And, I was uh, on the 42nd floor of a, about a 50-story high building that was right in the, the shadow of the South Tower there, the building that got hit second but fell first. So there was about an hour of panic as we all were trying to uh, escape through a, a, a fire, um, you know, um, the um, emergency stairs, if you will, the, 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 to, to get out of the way in an emergency uh Elevators go down to the bottom floor and they don't come back up. So you mm-hmm. have to take the, the stairwell to get down. So, you know, we had no idea if that building was going to fall on us or what. But mm-hmm. um, somehow that stampede managed to get us out and up on the safety up uh, north just up there to City Hall when the South Tower would eventually fall. So by his grace, I learned uh, much about his, his, his mercy and grace mm-hmm. that day. Mm-hmm. And uh, would eventually <clears throat> go on to become an elder at Harvest Christian Fellowship in New York City. Uh, where I led many ministries there, including a business and professional ministry, uh, where I just put on my heart to serve uh, the career, the white collar career crowd, and, and especially Wall Street, uh, a dark place where I just know that need the light, and, and Jesus loves those people. Mm-hmm. You know, some of my teachings in, through my various ministries included uh, courses on biblical stewardship. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm a certified small group leader for Crown Financial Ministries since 2004. Where, where I started my my 
journey into the area I'm now in uh, through my childhood pastor, that pastor I mentioned in 2009 at the Assemblies of God when, when he uh, commissioned me to get out of the boat and start serving the Lord. And, and that's, that was the first thing I did was, was uh, uh, teach a class there at that uh, small church mm-hmm. in 2004. And I've also become a certified kingdom advisor since 2013, where basically I'm, I'm in addition to the technical requirements of 10 years experience and a clean uh, public record, I also have biblical uh, stewardship training and a pastoral reference that then indeed there's a, a walk um, in, in line with the talk, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I've um, been offering biblical financial advice and recently became what's known as a National Security Investment Consulting Institute advisor, also another Christian organization where we are especially equipped to uh, help folks with uh, their portfolios that, uh, you know, come from a, a geopolitical background so that we understand what's going on in the world, kind of like the men of Issachar. They understood mm-hmm. the times and what Israel should do, and mm-hmm. uh, we have that equipping as well. Uh, my wife and I used to attend Calvary Chapel Chino Hills with Pastor Jack Hills, uh, Hib, sorry, back in in uh, California when we lived there recently between uh, 2019 and 2022, mm-hmm. and we're now here in North Dallas, Texas. We're I'm speaking to you today where we attend Calvary Chapel, North Texas, with Pastor Grant Barney here mm-hmm. in, in our area. Um, okay. I now, and I'll just end with this. I now serve the Lord full-time uh, through His business as the steward of Two Pillars Asset Management. Uh, we are named in honor of the Two Pillars that Solomon, King Solomon, established uh, when he dedicated the temple in Jerusalem to the Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Jacob meaning he will establish, and Boaz, and God is strength. Mm -hmm. So strength and stability, these are our two guiding principles, and we've also dedicated this firm to God's glory for his alone. You know, know, it took 25 years, but God finally provided a way for me to integrate my faith Mm -hmm. and my career to serve his people full-time since 2019 when our doors opened. Mm -hmm. That's neat. That's neat. Well, uh, I'm going to ask, Carlos, would you take a moment now specifically to pray for listeners to really have ears to hear whatever the Lord wants to say to them? Because uh, there are many different people, maybe in many different places, spiritually and in terms of their finances and understanding how that relates to their faith. So would you pray for them to hear whatever the Spirit of God wants to say to them through the broadcast today? I'd be honored. Yes, let's, let's pray. Gracious Father, we just come before you, Lord God, humbly, and we just appeal to your, to your sovereignty, Father. We yield to your leading and guiding now and just joining this petition, Lord, and, and praying that the, the, the listeners would be sensitive to your moving as, as you might speak to them, Lord God, especially for opportunities uh, for growth, Lord God, and the understanding of your word and, and Lord, what you would have um for all of us as stewards of what you've given us, Lord God. And I pray also for those that are hurting in this area, Lord God, that you would provide comfort through this conversation somehow, Lord, and, and perhaps maybe um, opportunities of hope for, for liberation from financial burdens, Lord God. So, Lord, uh, bless this time together, Lord. Uh, use me to your glory, Father, and uh, we thank you for this show. And, uh, Lord, please hear our prayer. Grant by your grace these things, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Carlos. Now, again, the uh, the name of the uh, organization that you head, you're the CEO and chief steward of Two Pillars Asset Management. Is that correct? That's correct. 
All right. If someone wants to get in touch with you or learn more about who you are, what you do, or want to just go on your website, how can they do that? Um, I can be reached on the web at twopillars.financial, and it's spelled out T-W-O, twopillars.financial. You can also email me at info at twopillarsam.com, and my toll-free number is 833-377-0051. Okay, then. Well, Carlos, uh, some uh, some of our li- some listeners might be thinking to themselves, "What in the world is a financial advisor uh, on a broadcast like this? Why are we having him as a guest?" Well, <clears throat> I want you to dive right in and share why that's true. Because, and of course, obviously, this relates to the truth of this fact. Every believer is called into full time ministry, whether they understand that or not. So, I want to ask you uh, to dive right in and explain what your faith has to do with what you do, and we'll probably have to finish on the other side of the break, but dive right in and share, would you please? Sure, sure. You know, I think I can do that in about three parts here, you know, by describing the goal of our, our ministry or our business, um, you know, an application in terms of how we can apply and integrate faith and finances. And then finally, you know, I just want to take a moment to, to just amplify a special area for us, and which is the pro-life uh, um movement and, and our integration of how we uh, do that with our faith and finances. So with that said, you know, we, we exist simply to help believers glorify God uh, through their wealth. Uh, we do this in many ways. As, as I mentioned, I'm specially equipped as a certified kingdom advisor to provide biblically wise financial advice, but, but our real passion and specialty is, is through what we call LSV investing, and that stands for Liberty uh, National Security and traditional American values, uh, God, family, country, if you will. It's a form of biblically responsible investing, or some others might call it, you know, values-based investing. Uh, we specifically avoid investing and profiting from unbiblical and un-American uh, values and business practices. Um, Carlos, I'm going to jump in right here, yep. and uh, we're going to go into a break, and we'll pick up right there. Our phone guest today is Carlos Lopez. He's the CEO and Chief Steward of Two Pillars Asset Management. We'll be right back. Our Father, which art in heaven, yeah, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Yeah. 
Music from the Walls Group with The Prayer. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest today is Carlos Lopez. He's the CEO and Chief Steward of Two Pillars Asset Management. And he's a believer that seeks to glorify the Lord mightily through the work that God has called him to. Uh, Carlos, uh, would you uh, mention one more time, if someone wants to learn more about your organization or get in touch with you, how they how can they do that? Sure. My website is twopillars.financial. That's spelled out T-W-O, pillars.financial. My email is info at twopillarsam.com. My toll-free number is 833-377-0051. All right. All right. Well, Carlos, if someone's listening and they're thinking to themselves, well, uh, Carlos helps people with wealth management, and I don't have any wealth, so they might wonder, why do I need to listen to Carlos? Could you uh, say why they need to listen to someone like you? Sure. You know, a financial advisor at its most basic you know, function is to help people make good financial decisions. Um, that could be through a plan, for instance, to retire. You know, do we have enough money to retire at 65 and perhaps live till 90? Uh, planning for that long gap without income is, is a good function for a financial advisor to assist somebody with. Or maybe it's, you know, how do I manage my 401k? Uh, I don't know how to um, split up the investment money among uh, the money that's there. That, that's an allocation uh, opportunity for an advisor to, to come and give some advice. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe it's estate planning, getting our final affairs in order with a will or a trust or a guardianship if there's children. Um, but more, think of it like a, a household uh, you know, CEO or, or a Joseph, if you will, to a, par- a Potiphar. Mm-hmm. Someone helping to organize the family finances. In my case specifically, as a certified kingdom advisor, we we help people align their faith and their values as we provide advice that's in alignment with a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. And as a fiduciary, um, meaning I have to put the needs of others before my own at all times, much like what Paul would tell us um, in, in the New Testament, you know, I... I I have to also honor my clients' convictions, as well as help them maintain their fin- or, or obtain, sorry, their financial goals. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? It does. It does. Now I want to um, mention this, and I'm going to ask you in just a moment to pray uh, for some of our listeners. In that, like, I, I think of this, um, Carlos. That, like, for example, I've, I've had the privilege of being a pastor for most of the last 47 years, and very simply. I have no difficulty whatsoever encouraging every believer to seek to become one who gives tithes and offerings to the Lord as at a very basic level because, again, we serve a God that uh, can bless the nine-tenths left over much more so and more fruitfully so than we can use all ten-tenths. And so I believe every believer should give tithes and offerings to the Lord. But also the reality is... Many, many people, believers that go to church every Sunday, they don't do that. They feel like, I can't afford that. And also, I very recently, I was speaking with a young man who was going through some financial struggles who literally was trying to get a, a payday loan just to make ends meet. And the fact is, of course, those are what I'd call kind of highway robbery 
to be quite honest. But the fact is we live in a society where lots and lots of people are really, really struggling financially. So I'm going to ask, would you take time specifically now, Carlos, to pray for listeners to really grow in their understanding of the fact that God wants to help them to bless them spiritually and financially and help them to become wise stewards of what he's given them, what, wherever they might be. But would you pray for those persons, please? Indeed, indeed. Let's pray. Gracious Father, again, we come to you in in trust in Jesus' name, Lord God, that you can do all things, Lord. And, and I, I join uh, my brother's petition here again, just seeking your uh, your your hand here, you, the Lord, that you would enter being in the lives of the listeners, those that might be struggling in this area, Lord God, I pray that this would be the beginning of a paradigm shift, Lord God, where you would begin to move in minds and hearts in in this way, Lord God, which your word describes to us as our role as stewards here, Lord God, that you would begin to use this as a liberating moment, Father, where finances would not be the area of pain for folks, Lord God, but it would be an area Lord, of joy where giving, Lord God, can be felt and, and appreciated um, according to your good word, Lord. So we pray this in Jesus' name. Please go before us now. Amen. 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 Well, Carlos, would you say share this to, um, you know, you're, we're, we're talking about, for example, being in full-time ministry. And, of course, sometimes people make the big mistake of thinking, well, money's dirty, money's not spiritual, money has little or nothing to do with our faith. But in reality, the Bible has a lot to say about finances and money and and related topics. Uh, would you share why it's so important for believers to understand that we are to honor God in the way we use our income? I will, yes, yes a good segue into that other point I mentioned, uh, the application of applying um, and integrating our faith in our finances. And, you know, it really does begin with a shift in mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, we need to understand that we are just stewards, managers of God's wealth. It, it ultimately all belongs to Him and not us. Mm-hmm. Um, his Word tells us that all the silver and the gold and the cattle on the hills, they're His. We're just renters, if you will. We're just passing through, if you will. And when we finally come to that realization, we'll begin to manage finances accordingly. It's then that, that the transfer of ownership begins, and we begin to des- uh, desire to please Him through our financial, our consumption, and even our investment choices mm-hmm. for His honor and glory alone. For me, <laughs> that that's what I like to say was the day that I uh, um, asked Him to be Lord of my wallet, mm-hmm. too. You know, not just up into everything but my wallet, Lord. No, this belongs to you. That really is the pivotal moment in, in, in our journey as stewards. And when you can make that switch um, at the Lord's leading, uh, you'll you'll see the total difference in how you go about those key areas in our lives. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's really one of the important things for us here at Two Pillars is to be that place so folks can have um, one, an advisor who shares their worldview, and then also a place where they can have uh, you know, planning choices, and sometimes it goes into behavior in terms of, you know, uh, am I a giver, you know, am I um, dealing with debt, you know, so a lot of times what I do is, is, is almost uh, pastoral ministry, 
in these areas. Uh, even though, you know, we are a for-profit business, a lot of times I'm spending time um, helping people with what comes down to is a heart issue. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, it, it's it's a blessing to help people uh, see, uh, you know, what the, the, the Word would have uh, for them in, in areas uh, like that and how the Lord can help liberate and uh, bless um you know, households that, that want to you know, please him in this way. So it, it's always a blessing mm-hmm. in that end. And, you know, these are some of the things, by the way, that, that uh, come with the training as a certified kingdom advisor. As I mentioned, we, we have biblical uh, training in addition to our technical competency as well. And uh, that makes us uh, stand out from, from other advisors who, who don't share those, uh, you know, things with, with their clients. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? It does. It doesn't, you know, one of the things I would mention too is that like one of the four four to five biggest reasons that marriages break up is over financial matters. It's a huge yeah. issue in, in our culture, in our world, and for obvious reasons. And I actually, you know, and I think of this too, um, you know, people see money as being very personal. And so like, for example, if a, a, a stranger was to walk up and say to an individual, how much money do you make a year? Lots of people would be very insulted because they think that's my business. You know, that's not your business. (laughs) And, you know, understandably so. And I've heard it said, too, that the most sensitive nerve in the human body is the one that runs from the heart to the pocketbook. And so money is personal, (laughs) very, very much so. So, so again, as, as your both institution is both an institution and a ministry, uh, would you explain further why it's so important that people understand that it really is a ministry in the truest sense of the word? It is. It is. You know, the Lord uh, Jesus. You know, He spoke much about finances in mm-hmm. His teachings. And you, he could relate to people that way. You know, the Bible has some over two thousand verses on on finances, and you know, something as simple as you know uh, a proverb about considering the ant. You know, mm-hmm. Nobody tells him to gather in the summer, but he does because he knows in the winter when he can't anymore, you know, he'll have to have something put away. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, there's wisdom in that. See, so so the Bible has much to tell us about how we handle our wealth, and I also believe that uh, the Lord also knows the entanglements uh, from idolatry to greed to to deceit, you know, to in some cases, you know, murder over money. Mm-hmm. Um, and he understands the, the, the challenges we have in that area, but I believe in his grace he also um, provides us much you know, wisdom on how to avoid those pitfalls mm-hmm. and, and to not um, you know, fall um, you know, victims to, to some of these, these things, like you know, trying to get rich quick. You know? uh, instead, we should be steady plotting, as the Word tells us, you know, diligence and mm-hmm. contentment. So there's much to say in, in that area. That's right. And, uh, you know, we, we, we also have opportunities, as I mentioned, through our planning and our consumption, as well as our investment activity. These things can bring glory to God. If we are you know, planning for things that maybe are not uh, aligned with His will, um, and we've not had contentment in an area, maybe there's an opportunity for growth. Mm-hmm. Our consumption, you know, when we're buying out there, using that money to further, you know, companies that are, you know, completely uh, hostile to, to his his word and his right. people increasingly these days. Mm-hmm. And then especially that applies in, in the investments that we, that we have in our portfolios. You know, fortunately, there's uh, 
uh, much uh, you know um, ability for companies to get a hold of the votes that uh, rep- are represented in the in the common stock ownership that that's represented there to vote agendas that are ungodly agendas that are mm-hmm. downright Marxist that are harmful to our nation. And we should be avoiding those, protecting the freedoms that God gave us as Americans and wanting to uh, not uh, have our investment dollars uh, being involved with, uh, you know, unbiblical agendas in darkness. And that's a good segue into something, uh, the last point I mentioned in terms of how we can really amplify a special area of concern for us here at Two Pillars, which is, you know, how we uh, support a pro-life integration in faith and finances. Can I go ahead and speak on that now? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, as I mentioned, this is a very special area for us, and you know, we're passionate about avoiding companies uh, to invest in that, that are involved in the abortion process. We have zero tolerance for this, and, and we will not be involved with companies that are profiting from this industry mm-hmm. or supporting the advancement of it through their corporate giving to organizations like Planned Parenthood or sponsoring or promoting lobbying in any way for pro-choice legislation. Mm-hmm. Um, regretfully, this now includes exclusions from companies that are, um, and, and it's unfortunately a growing trend mm-hmm. of companies that are offering employee travel benefits to other states that provide abortions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we, we have zero tolerance for that. Uh, we see uh, a lot of companies now moving in that direction. So when we find that out, um, you know, We'll, we'll have to remove a company. Uh, that's a new thing happening. But otherwise, we, we don't even begin to invest in companies. It's a non-starter for us if we see any of that kind of activity through our various screening tools that we use mm-hmm. um, through this process. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're, we're very much committed to pro-life. And, and again, just um, trying to align investment uh, portfolios. Even with 401ks, not everybody might have uh, an extra investment portfolio, but their primary savings vehicle for retirement is, is traditionally through an employer, mm-hmm. through a 401k plan. And it's not always an option, but there, believe it or not, there are actually options out there for Christian business owners if they'd like to have a, a plan, a retirement plan to offer their employees, their, their believing employees. Um, you can actually get one uh, today. That wasn't always the case, maybe five, ten years ago, but you can actually get that now into your firm, give your Christian employees an option to honor God through the way that they retire. Mm -hmm. That's that's typically the way that we put away as Americans, you know, your average earner. So it's not just for the wealthy, anybody putting away um, for retirement can do that. And that's so key because, you know, I honestly believe that we're all born with at least one one goal, and that goal is retirement, uh, whether you know, we can understand um, that at this time or not. Um, we, we should be thinking about it. None of us Carlos, I'm going to have to jump in one more time, and we'll pick up right there on the other side of the break. Our phone guest today is Carlos Lopez. He is the CEO and Chief Steward of Two Pillars Asset Management. We'll be right back. Sometimes the sky was so far away. We 
Sometimes it seemed to stood so close You could touch it but your heart would break Sometimes the morning came too soon Sometimes the day could be so Music of Rich Mullins with Sometimes by Step. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Our phone guest is Carlos Lopez. He's the CEO and Chief Steward of Two Pillars Asset Management. And he's a servant of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're honored to have him on the broadcast today. Carlos, one more time, would you share with our listeners if they're wanting to get in touch with you or learn more or just go to the website of your organization, how can they do that? Sure. Our website is twopillars.financial, spelled out T-W-O, pillars.financial. Our email is info at twopillarsam.com, and my toll-free number is 833-377-0051. And I think you said you you live in the Dallas, Texas community. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. All right. Uh, I want to ask your thoughts on this uh, truth, Carlos. You know, the, the Great Commission in Matthew chapter 28 tells us to go into all the world and make disciples. And, of course, that involves the sharing of the gospel. And once people come to know Christ, we're to help them grow up and mature in their faith. We know the, the powerful story of the parable of uh, the prodigal son is one that's one of the best-known parables in all of Scripture. But, of course, it's the story of a young man who asked his dad for his inheritance early, took it, went off out into the world, blew it, and it was finally after all his money was gone that he came to a place where he recognized, I've messed up. I've blown my money, and uh, I, I need to go back home and just resubmit myself to my dad. And so it's a powerful evangelism as well as discipleship parable as well. And But here in the story, again, it wasn't until he ran out of money that he came to the place where he saw what a wretched position he was in. And so here, too, money plays an important part to him finally, or at least the running out of money uh, plays an important mm-hmm. part in him finally coming to a place where he realized, I need God. Would you share your thoughts on why that's a critical truth to grasp? Yeah, and boy, that's near and dear to my heart as a prodigal myself. And um, when I mentioned the uh, Lord taking me to the woodshed back there in 2000, mm-hmm. it, it did involve some financial hardship I was going through. And, um, you know, for me, I had to be honest with myself that that um, while I was you know, going back and forth to him throughout the years when I needed something, 
um, you know, he was more of a, you know, a cosmic, uh, you know, bending machine or, you know, slot machine, if you will. And, and, and I hadn't made him Lord and master. Mm-hmm. And, um, that trend needed to stop at least for me. And, 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 and at that time, it's part of the, some of the troubles I was having around that age, which included financial and health and some relationship problems. Um, you know, it was, uh, it was clear to me that, uh, this was a pivotal moment mm-hmm. and what needed to change was, was that attitude I was having towards my heavenly father, you know, mm-hmm. that, that he, he needed to be more than just, you know, someone I ran to when I was in trouble, mm-hmm. but somebody that I actually obeyed and loved and wanted to, you know, honor with my life. That's right. And, um, that's when I asked him, you know, to take my wallet too, because that was an area that, I needed to give over. And, and you literally, you know, for me, I literally had to take that other foot out of the world and everything had to come over with it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really just clicked with me there. And, and they started to, you know, approach things completely different and, um, mm-hmm. you know, no more just assuming, presuming on God and his provision. And, um, you know, we've had some, some lessons throughout these last 23 years, you know, uh, abounding and, and, and loss and, and, you know, I'm learning how to be content and regardless. Um, and that's been, um, difficult sometimes, but it's also been a blessing is I know he's not done. I've not arrived. I'm, you know, he's, he's still working on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been great to be on the journey. And for me, it started at that moment, uh, when I was there in, in the, in the, in the pig pen, if you will. And uh, realizing you know, there, there's so much more mm-hmm. uh, for me at my father's table. So That's right. you know, I needed to come home. Mm-hmm. I needed to come home. Would you take a moment now to pray for listeners who may be, basically be prodigals, who are in a position where maybe they, they too have seen where they've messed up, whether it's their finances and other parts of their lives, but recognize that they really need to fully place their lives in God's hands. Would you pray for those persons now? I will. I will. Father, we do pray for those that, prodigals, Lord God, that you love. And, and I know, Lord God, that you'll you'll leave 99 on, on the hill and go after that one, Lord God. And, and you did that for me, and I know you'll do that for others, Lord God. So right now, wherever they might be at, Lord, I pray that you would just touch them, Lord, with the, uh, your presence, Lord God, with the assurance that they are loved by you. And that, Father, that this would be uh, a moment for them to turn to you with, with no... No shame, Lord God, but with your wide open arms, Lord God, I pray that they would come to you now, that they would come to an end of themselves, Lord God, they would stop fighting, Lord God, that they would uh, yield at this moment, Lord God, and be led by your Holy Spirit to come on home, Lord God, because there's nothing but but joy as you are standing ready to receive them. So, so we thank you so much for your goodness and your faithfulness, Lord God. Amen. <laughs> And Father, I thank you and I praise you for your Holy Spirit who's working mightily in so many listeners who are in many different places. But Lord, reach into their hearts and minister to them according to your perfect will. And Lord, whether it's through their finances or whatever other areas in their lives where they're struggling, help them to recognize, Lord, that you really are the answer to everything. Every struggle, every trial, every storm, every challenge, you're the answer. Lord, draw them to yourself according to your perfect will. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Um, Carlos, um, you were going to share, I think, something, an, an offer, an opportunity for listeners. Um, if you uh, Would you go ahead and uh, share that at this time? 
I would, I would. And just before I do that, I just need to get a little legal matter out of the way. Quick disclosure. Um, advisory services are offered through Jake and Boas Asset Management, LLC. We do business as two pillars, asset management or two pillars. We're a registered investment advisor in the states of Texas and California. Uh, so about my, my offer, I, I'd like to offer the listeners today a free screening of their investment portfolios, including their, their 401ks. Uh, you don't need to be wealthy to, to take me up on this. It's totally complimentary. There, there's no fee of any kind or any obligation of any kind to become a, one of my clients. It's just an opportunity for you to to discover perhaps what might be in your uh, investment portfolio, we'll give you an opportunity to go and pray and seek the Lord for his guidance and, and maybe some next steps. And they'll offer, also offer to to help you with uh, anything that might need to be divested from or cleaned up, if you will, if that's how the Lord's leading, if not to myself, to another fellow kingdom advisor in your area. Um, so it, it's completely complimentary. Um, so if you'll visit my website and mention um, the special code MS Delta, this way I'll know that you're a listener of this show. It's MS Delta. That's the code you can put in there when you use my contact form, and I'd be happy to respond to you and we can get that process started. All righty. Well, again, Carlos, thank you so much again just for sharing. And, you know, I, I think of this very important truth. It's wise for us as believers to understand that the Holy Spirit is our divine tutor who teaches us to live out the life of being in full-time ministry no matter what we do or who we are. He teaches us how to glorify God through the work that we do. And again, I appreciate just how that you shared how the Lord is leading you in that direction. And the fact is, again, every believer, whether we realize it or not, it's important for us to understand, yes, God calls all of us into full-time ministry. He wants to, us to serve Him wherever He's planted us, and it's important that we learn how to do just that. Our time is just about gone. Anything uh Finally, that you wish to share any further words of encouragement or wisdom you'd like to share with our listeners before our time ends today? I would. I just want to encourage folks. You know, there's a lot of fear out there today in various corners about you know the ending of the dollar or the ending of America and and the crashing of the markets and economy. And I just want to remind everybody, you know, God is on the throne, and, and fear is not of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you know, if if you've fallen victim to that, you know, I just ask that you stop and pray and just ask the Lord to calm your hearts and minds and, and to give you you know, knowledge and, and to seek good biblical financial advice from a kingdom advisor out there or someone um, that, that you can trust. And um, while those things may be indeed the case one day, you know, I don't believe that uh, that is something that's, that's uh, for us to be worried about right now. A lot of things would have to happen for, for uh, that type of Know, catastrophic, you know, failure in the markets and dollar. Um, but we do know the world will eventually end up on a global financial system and in a, you know, one world currency. Um, but you know, as believers, you know, we're, we're putting our faith in the Lord that uh, we will not uh, under, you know, we will not uh, experience that wrath. And um, I just want to give you some hope and peace and just calm your hearts because we don't want to be making financial decisions in duress or fear or panic. And I just think we should be sober-minded when it comes to those areas. So, uh, you know, use wisdom, seek the Lord, and and be in His Word for guidance. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, Carlos, for sharing that wisdom and that encouragement to our listeners. And, 
You know, uh, one of the things I, I want to say to every single believer listening that keep in mind that no matter what's going on in the world, whatever storms or challenges we might be facing, it's always the right time for us to be shining for Jesus Christ as the church holding out the gospel because, again, the whole world, no matter what they're dealing with, the answer is Jesus Christ. The answer is them coming to know Christ and live for Christ. That's to be the goal for all of our lives, to know him and to walk with him. So how important it is that we always be the church, faithfully sharing the light of Jesus Christ with a world that's so dark that desperately needs to hear the gospel. So please, please, let's be faithful disciples of Jesus Christ no matter where he's placed us, where he's called us to, the work of God needs to go forward. Hope that you'll remember that. Carlos, again, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate that. And share that website one more time. Sure. Twopillars.financial. Spelled out T-W-O, pillars.financial. All right. Thank you so much. And as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you are listening today, and you've never made the eternally important decision of inviting Jesus Christ to come into your heart as Lord and Savior, today is a great day to be saved. If you'd like to make that step and invite Jesus Christ to be the Lord and Savior of your life, would you simply, from your heart, pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In your word, you told us, whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, right now, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to live for you all my life. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, if you pray that prayer, we're wanting very much to be in touch with you. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'd like to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you to begin to grow up and grow strong and vibrant in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. We're wanting very much to connect. Hope that you will email us again, joseph at afr.net. We do hope to hear from you. Carlos, again, thank you so much for being with us. And again, thank you for the great work you're doing as the CEO and Chief Steward of Two Pillars Asset Management. Thanks for joining us today, okay? Thank you for having me. Really did appreciate the opportunity. God bless you. Yes, sir. And we invite all of our listeners, please pray for Carlos, Carlos Lopez and the organization ministry he heads as they serve the Lord where he has planted them. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession.
The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.